Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio. Uh, we have the coach of the Fairfield Trojan soccer team who is about to invade uh, Wayland, Iowa tonight to take on the Waco Warriors. Uh, coach, could you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Felicia Gazimani. I'm the head coach for the Fairfield High School. All right. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about Fairfield's history. Uh, uh, how long have they had a soccer team, and how long have you been the head coach? Uh, Fairfield has had soccer for quite a few years now, over a decade, and I started coaching the boys' soccer team in 2010, so it's been a while. And during this time, we won uh, six conference titles, we got a few tournaments, so we have a pretty experienced uh, team. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's the opposite of the Waco Warriors. <laughs> they haven't even had a scrimmage game yet, uh, but they do have a lot of great athletes. So I think this might be a, a pretty great, uh, um, a pretty great uh, opportunity for them to open up uh, having soccer for the first time. Uh, how did this game come about that you you guys were the uh, uh, first team to come in there and play this game? Uh, we, had, we had we had an opening our schedule, and uh, the, the coach, the Waco coach, I I know him. And so he asked if we could, you know, have a game, to, you know, so we worked with our ADs and actually we got that, that game, game schedule. Well, we'll uh, games, yeah. this is what we call the Round Guy Radio Game of the Week. Uh, Scotty Melvin, my sports director, and I will be there. Uh, uh, we'll have a little YouTube coverage of this game. But I, I need to know about your players. Tell me about, uh, you know, maybe some veteran players you got coming or coming back, maybe some younger players that are itching to uh, uh, crack the lineup that uh, might have some talent too? Well, we don't, we don't have a lot of seniors this year. So one of the seniors, one of our main strikers, he actually got hurt a few weeks ago and just had a knee surgery, so he won't be available, which is a bummer for us. He was our main uh, goal scorer. But there's quite a few upcoming uh, freshmen and sophomores. So relatively, the team is it's relatively young. Uh, we had last the year before we lost pretty much our whole varsity team because we had a lot of seniors, and then the JV became our varsity team. So it's still a young team, but you know with some some experience. So we should be a little better than we did last year. Okay, well, uh, tell me about some of these. Who are some of these players, and what kind of you know they got speed? What 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 are what are the attributes that they have that are going to bring a lot to the table? Some of the key players on our team is uh, uh, Carter 
Stark. He's our main midfielder. He's the, the, the playmaker. And then we have Carter Moore, which is the main defender. And on the attacking end, we have Jackson Allen, um, Andrew Tito, and then in the midfield also he has a new, he's a young, he's a sophomore, but he's very promising. Uh, ben Chuong. So we have a pretty good balanced team. And also Cooper Pulaski on the back line. And then there's, um, what's his name? Miles Simpson is very fast. He will eat plays in the back too. So it's a very it's a very balanced team, and we should be we should be very good. And then the goal we have Mike, uh, Michael Anderson. So he has he's a senior, so he has a pretty good experience uh, in the goal. So it's a promising year. We're really excited. Well, let's work backwards to forwards. Uh, tell me about your goalie, uh, and uh, you know. Uh, what is what's his strong suit uh, uh, back there? Uh, he's good at reading the game and coming to the team and getting some some good uh, blocks. He's, he's a captain of the team, so he communicates with the team very well. And that's that's very important on a soccer game. So because he sees the whole field and he can direct traffic to his teammates in front of him. All right, well, let's talk about your defensive players. Who's your most defensive-oriented player? Some guy that maybe can uh, help shut down the other team's offense. Uh, defensive player, uh, Carter Moore. He's, he's our leader on the defense. And we have, and then there's Chaz. He's a freshman, and he's showing very good uh, progress. And then Cooper on the left side and Miles on the right side, you know, with speed, so they can really – Defense more defensively is Carter, but then Cooper and Miles they can also help in the attack. Okay, well, who's your good passer? Who who can distribute the ball uh, to the people that are going to score? It's uh, Stark and and Ben Stark. Uh, so they're the, the creative midfielders. Okay. And who are these guys that are going to light the scoreboard up for the Fairfield Trojans this year? Uh, we're going, we have quite a few goal scorers, so we'll see who's going to really step up tonight. Uh, Jackson is a very good dribbler, and he has some speed. Teacher uh, has a very good shot, and he, create, he can create his own shots and also distribute the ball. And then on the flank, they'll probably uh, Everett. Got some speed and can cross the ball in the middle for the the runners. And Stark can also score a few goals too. Well, uh, by, fair. By missing uh, Andrew Kisa, so we're going to have to spread the, the goals around, around around the team. Well, uh, Fairfield is a hotbed of soccer. If you drive uh, uh, by the Dexter uh, soccer field uh, on a Saturday morning. Uh, you will see cars parked from horizon to horizon, and it looks like about twelve soccer fields uh, all playing at the same time. Uh, 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 what is the development of a soccer player like in Fairfield, and and how much of an advantage of it uh, do you have for having this facility and all this involvement? Oh, it's great for Fairfield because even I was just talking to just got the numbers from the the president of the um, traveling program, and this year we have. 
over 120 kids signed up for this for this spring season, which is very good for the soccer program because we they are pretty much the feeder program for the high school, and the more kids we have playing soccer at the, at the early age is, is good for the for the high school program. Yeah, I bet it is. Now uh, I see some men out there playing. Uh, uh, how high a level of soccer is out there? Are there some, you know, maybe former professionals or, or maybe some guys that could be professionals? Uh, are there some uh, uh, towns that have soccer teams that come in here and play? Or what? what uh, what's all going on over there? Uh, the adults is just like just uh, pretty much playing. They just get together on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and sometimes Sundays they just play. You know, play games and. There's college, uh, college students, and uh, also people that come from Otamwa, uh, the surrounding areas, they come and play because we have a very good soccer community here in town. Well, you, you've got all the support system to be successful, but uh, from what I understand and, and the talking to these coaches uh, around the area, soccer is kind of uh, the ability of the teams is kind of on the uptick, and uh, there's some maybe some uh, teams on your schedule that uh, uh, might give you a little run. Uh, could you go through the schedule and give me tell me a little something about the teams that, that you're going to be playing? Oh yeah, uh, the schedule we have uh, Mount Pleasant should give us a good game. Not Mount Pleasant, sorry, I meant uh, Fort Madison should give us a very good game, and West Burlington they have a very good team too. So these are the teams that in Washington they've been developing. Uh, pretty fast as of late, so the, the the conference pretty tight now. Instead of two two teams now, we have four teams really competing for the title. So it's going to be a very very tight season, and it's good. It's it's, it's exciting. At least we have some very good competition now. So you said you started back in uh, two thousand and ten, right? Yes. So uh, compare. Uh, the teams that maybe you're putting on the field today, and maybe the teams that the other schools are putting on the field today. How much is how much has the ability uh, uh, and the quality of soccer improved in that span of time? Uh, just for Fairfield, or well for El Fairfield and its opponents. You know what I mean? I know uh, maybe some of the opponents uh, didn't even have a team in 2010. You know, actually. For the for the for Fairfield, we really had some we have the luck, I don't know what to call it luck, but to, to produce some very good players, you know, every 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 few years. So that is really good for the team. But overall in the conference, um, it's a cycle. high school is some it's a cycle. Some some years you have some good teams and then and then they, they graduate and then the next cycle is not so great, but Right now, most like four Madison, they are very, they have a very good team. For the last couple of years, they have some really outstanding players. Um, Washington was very good last year, and Burlington, they joined the, the conference last year, so and they they were pretty good. So we'll see how it goes. And then Kiev used to be the dominant team early in my my coaching years, but their program kind of fell a little bit. Uh, Mont Pleasant used to be very good too. I think they're in a rebuilding stage right now, so we'll see how it goes. Well, as uh, Key was the team to beat, they were really good. Well, you uh, uh, 
I've asked a lot of coaches this question. Uh, uh, I asked them this question. I said, what's tougher to prepare for, a team you've never played before or a team you played a lot that has a new coach, you know? Uh, uh, and the, all of them say that, you know, it's the new coach because you don't know what he's going to do, you know, where you can look at film and see what the other guys are going to do. Uh, but you have a unique challenge. Uh, you have a, a new coach and a, a, a team with absolutely no film or, or no background. Uh, what are the unique challenges of playing the Waco Warriors in their inaugural game? I know we can go either way. You know, sometimes you play down to your competition, and that that can really affect your game. But we just have to be uh, focused on our game plan and execute what we plan, what we've been working on, and then we'll go from there. Because yeah, it's a new team, new coach. We never played them before. You know, just because they don't have the experience, but we have to also match the physicality because we don't know how big or fast their kids are. So we have to be prepared for that. Yeah, well, like I say, we have no idea. Uh, the coach says he has some some players that have a lot of junior soccer experience and are very experienced, and he's got some kids that, uh, uh, you know, never played before, but maybe the quarterback of the football team. You know what I mean? Uh, that kind of, you know, uh, so, you know, the players have a lot of ability. He says, he says that the thing that the athletes that he has is having trouble with is learning how to run and kick the ball at the same time. What what level of skill is that, and uh, uh, how long does it take an average player to kind of catch on to that? I, it, it takes a while. It takes a while, especially if you never play soccer and you play basketball. It's different skill set going from your hands and do everything with your feet. So you have to get used to that. And running and kicking the ball at the same time, it's – it's, it's an art, so you have to really at least a year under your belt to really get the feeling of it, I would say. Yeah. Some kids develop faster than others because I have kids that, for example, on my team now, there's a kid that never played soccer before. He was a basketball player, football. But he's improving very, very fast. So we'll see. It depends. Yeah, it, it takes a good year. Well, you uh, uh, are the the uh the the experienced veteran uh of soccer around here uh tell me is there any uh who are some of the great players that have come out of southeast iowa that have played for the fairfield trojans uh maybe played for some smaller schools that you don't regularly play but uh uh have there been ones that have gone on and and uh, got scholarships to colleges or or uh were just outstanding players that you'd like to mention Oh, yes, we have uh, Solomon Maselli, not Maselli, Solomon Costin, sorry. And uh, he's actually now playing professional in Europe. Uh, there was a Sean Spurrier, he played, he played D1 at Pella. Um, there's another one. Uh, Drake Drish, he's also a D1 school right now, soccer. He's a, he's a junior, I think, I believe, yes. And uh, there was also Jason Titus. He played for us professionally in Colorado. So we've produced some good soccer players that moved on and actually played at the higher level. That does make me proud to have these you know, people on the, that went out on my program that actually at the professional level right now, or in the G1 programs. Well, uh, 
of the communities that you play in, and I know sometimes weather takes a, a toll on it because sometimes you guys play in some weather that just uh, ain't uh, hospitable for fans to sit in the stands. But uh, where, where where would you go to see? You know what what city would you go to uh, would have a good crowd and an exciting raucous environment? And uh, uh, what about Fairfield? Do you get a lot of support when you're at home? Yeah, I've heard about them. success that you you've had and uh wish you good luck tonight in wayland iowa in what is going to be a uh one way or another a historic event yes yeah thanks for the interview and uh yeah i'm looking forward for the game tonight i'm excited uh the players are excited so uh hopefully we have a very good game and the crowd enjoys the game so i'm really looking forward to it well we will uh um if you'll allow me i will uh check in with you periodically during the season and and See how things are going, if that's all right with you. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham, and McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.